Would you like a jelly baby? Engage all the systems. Aye. Engage. Clear all mornings. Clear it, sir. One quarter impulse power. One quarter impulse. You know how to fly, don't you? No. Do you? You shall not pass! Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. The Force will be with you. Always. Hi, and welcome to the Geek Hangout Podcast. My name is Mark. I am joined this evening by Grant. How you doing tonight, Grant? Hi, I'm good. How's everybody doing tonight? Welcome to the Geek Hangout Podcast. And this is like a special show. It's it's like we should have one of those special show titles or something. Breaking news, special Breaking special, news. special special edition. Right, and that's the the whole show. Our whole show tonight is going to be dedicated to news that broke this week about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, because it, it literally came out, like, we recorded when? Wednesday night, I think we recorded? I think, yeah. Wednesday, like, Tuesday or Wednesday, and then the next day, whatever it was. Yeah, the next day all this news dropped. And since I'm not going to be here next week, we figure we'll get it get it out right now. So this one may be a little bit shorter than our usual show, but we're gonna uh, we're just going to focus on Galaxy's Edge stuff that came out tonight. Yeah, yeah, they did a whole big, huge uh, news dump. I mean, they just put it all out there. Apparently, like, a lot of the press had, you know, they actually brought them back into galaxy's edge in anaheim and gave them sort of a tour through everything now there's still no a lot of the articles that i read said that uh people are still like there's still a lot of construction going on so they didn't actually ride the rides or 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 anything like that but they they did walkthroughs oh okay so that's what a lot of what i read i mean just seems like it's going to be amazing you know? Yeah, it really does. I I was looking at, I think it was maybe EW Entertainment Weekly. I think that was the one guy's article I was looking at. But yeah, he was just the way he was describing it. it just, yeah, it just sounds, it, it sounds exactly what they promised it to be. Just a totally immersive experience. Something like uh, we've never seen before. A phrase that I heard in or read in more than one of the articles that it was like nothing you've ever seen before. Galaxy's Edge is set in Batu or on the planet of Batu, right. it takes place in Black Spire Outpost, which is like one of the, I guess, largest settlements of the planet Batu or something. Yeah, that's and that's the way they're positioning it, right. It's themed after Mos Eisley. It's just sort of a spaceport where right. lots of people are coming in and coming in and going out, and there's like seems to be a lot of activity. But it's not something we've seen in any of the movies or anything yet not in the movies yet yeah apparently there are some they're starting to trickle out i think comics are gonna have the two stuff in it and maybe a a book or something like that i i can't remember now but i just i did notice somewhere along the way there's it's like trickling in you know like they mentioned like black spire in uh solo then lando mentioned it somewhere in solo yes Yes. Yeah. So like, there's like little hints like that, and but you know, before I guess the big push, there's a few other things here and there in some of the uh, I want to say in some of the comics, although I can't remember which ones off yeah. the top of my head. I, I I've, I've read some of those, but not all of them. 
Yeah, I think the comics and the books are focusing on it, and or not focusing on it, but they're they're dealing more with it than anything else. Yeah, they're starting and, to like pepper it in, you know, like right. starting to sort of uh, sow the seeds, so to speak, you know, to make sure it's it's part of the universe. Right, and I think some point in the future there's going to be a there's going to be a comic or a, a set of books that are you know really going to take place at Blackfire. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be like I, right. Once there's going to be a, like a big marketing push at some point, and then I, I, there's definitely going to be branded like Galaxy's Edge, like a couple of comics or books or something like that to really set the stage. Yeah, also stuff to look forward to as it's yeah as it's approaching. So we know that Galaxy's Edge is going to open in Anaheim over the summer. There's no, I don't think yeah. there's a date yet. Yeah, date just saying summer. So we know it's going to open sometime this summer in Anaheim, and it's going to open in Florida. They keep saying fall. Like now, they were saying late fall, which led everybody to believe it was going to be like November, December time frame. Okay. But now they're just saying fall, oh. so it could be you know earlier. Could be October. Yeah. Could be like late September, early October. We all know. Yeah, it should be interesting to see. I mean, you know. Uh, I know we keep getting glimpses of of the various stages of construction and stuff like that. Yeah, it's what a huge undertaking, you know. Just it's amazing how fast they were able to get this pulled together, yeah. really. Yeah, and I think they were able to they're they're able to do it quicker in Anaheim, as I understand it, because they didn't have to they didn't have to level as much as they had to level in Florida, and that's why they're behind, like Florida's behind. Oh, is Anaheim. that okay? Yeah, a lot of the area where they were galaxy's edges and Anaheim in Disneyland right. is was like parking lot and that kind of thing. Like I, I think oh. that's, it was that kind of stuff. Whereas in, in Hollywood studios, they actually had a level some, some things in order like, to yeah take down previous attractions or restaurants or whatever and make room for it. Right. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that kind of explains the gap. Uh, so we, we've, we've known for a while that the two attractions, there's only gonna be two attractions in galaxy's edge. I say only, yeah, um, both both seem like they're going to be amazing, <laughs> right? They really do, yeah. You know, we we know that it's going to the the first one is going to be the Millennium Falcon ride. It's going to be Smuggler's Run, you know, and that's going to actually take you on board the Millennium Falcon. And and one of the things that dropped this this week is actual photographs of you know what it's going to be like getting to the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, so, that looks. I mean, that looks really neat. I just, I mean, it's it's the Falcon, you know. Yeah, I mean it's 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 everything I've ever dreamed of as a geek. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, you can't get me off this place. This out of this ride. I'm staying here. You know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like you're walking through the corridors of the, of the Falcon, and it's it, it looks exactly like you know, it does with the you know white that's real dirty. <laughs> yeah, right. The wall, and then the uh, and the the hollow chest table. I saw like a shot of that. It looked like you would walk by that at one point. Yeah, and it's it just looks really, really detailed. And one of the articles I read, the author said that they were they actually went into the cockpit. They didn't do the you know the attraction's not running yet, so they but right. they were actually in the cockpit. And he said it's it's seat six, which I we I don't think we knew for sure. We had heard rumors, but right. it's seat six. And he said that it looks exactly like you know it does from the movie. And he said that all the switches and the buttons are they work. They do work. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. You know, so that's that's really exciting. So that you know, and, and I think he said there's two pilots. There's two pilot seats. Okay. Then there's a set of seats behind the pilot, and the and the last two seats are for flight navigators. I don't know oh. 
So that's yeah. I don't know, right? So, yeah, I don't know. What the, I don't know how they're going to do that. I, I did hear somewhere there's going to be like gunners too. So like maybe that's what the middle seats will be like gunners or something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you have a pilot, I wonder what the navigation thing will be. That'll be curious to see what what, what their job will be. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, supposedly all of them have are, are going to have job. Everybody's going to have a job. <laughs> you have to do, you know, and it, it looks really cool. But this one article I read said it looks exactly like it does in the film. So, um, you know, that's kind of exciting. Oh, that'll be neat. That'll be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be curious to see, you know, because I guess to get on the Falcon, I guess you're going to go up the ramp and like get on board. And obviously there's going to be some movie magic or, or theme park magic as to, you know, you're not really going to go to the actual cockpit because it's, it's, you know, that's can't possibly fit everybody that's getting on this ride right. so it'd be neat to see how they're going to pull it off but make you think in your mind that you're actually going to the cockpit you know yeah I think that'll be really neat and i, th- I think i read a, not this week but i read a while back how many cockpits are going to be like i forget how many it was but there's a bunch of different cockpits and everybody's going to get into one right and, and you're all going to think you're in you're the only one in it you know <laughs> right. right they got like 12 of them going on at the same right. time right but that's how it has to be but yeah so yeah it's like you said it'll be really interesting to see how they pull it off and make you feel like yeah you're in you're actually in this uh in the ship pilot yeah. so <laughs> I'm excited about that. That's no, I go. really am. I th- yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. It's, I mean, and then apparently some of the storyline to go along with it is that I guess it, the the Falcon is at um, on Batu at, at, at Black Spire. I guess Chewie is there with it, and he's kind of making some repairs to it or trying to get it fixed back up or something like that. And I guess he's working with Hondo Anaka. Is that yes, his name? Yes, Hondo Anaka. Yeah. Right, I guess he's working with him in some capacity. I don't quite know how, but he's doing something with him. So I guess I think he's the one that sort of sends you. Honda's the one that sort of sends you out on on your mission. Maybe I'm not quite sure how that's going to work, but it's the story that goes along with it. I thought was neat, just to be yeah. like, oh, okay, you know, I, I, to know that Chewie's floating around is pretty cool too. I, I assume he'll be. I don't know if he'll. I, I mean, I don't know if he'll be there like as part of it or or how how they're going to handle him, but. We actually we were talking about this beforehand, but I guess at some point you get to you run into Hondo and he's going to be that animatronic that they yes. there's all kinds of videos with that out there now. Um, but it, it, the the animatronic just looks absolutely amazing. And the animatronics, like I forget what they call the animatronics that are like the best ones in the parks. Some of them have gotten so good, but there's you know like they have one in the Pandora, one of the Pandora rides that's amazing as well. And this okay. one I think is even better i mean it just it like we're watching the you know you watch the video of this animatronic in in motion and it looks like it's a a person standing there i mean all the hand movements and his you know his clothes are all real so the clothes all move along i mean it's just it's amazing i mean it looks like an actual person standing there yeah, I thought that was really neat. I mean, like I said, yeah, the clothing. I, I, I mean, and I'm trying to think. I mean, the movement and all that are it, it's all great, but maybe it's a, the 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 clothing to a degree. Or I, some one of the articles I read said something about his like his knee or one of his knees or his knees bend to a certain extent, and that gives him a little bit of extra like movement or natural, you know, to make it yeah. look more natural. But yeah, whatever it is, I think it, I, the bit they showed, man, it looked really good. I can't wait to see this animatronic because it really, really looks amazing, and hope maybe we can put that that video on our you know if you yeah, if you haven't uh, seen our, it, we'll get we'll get that posted up this uh tomorrow at some point hopefully or later today right so that'll be really cool okay so the other attraction that we sort of talked about a couple weeks ago on the on the show oh, is right, yeah. 
Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. And we got a little bit more information about this ride or this attraction as well. Um, it is a, one of the articles I read said this is the longest attraction Disney has ever made. Oh, so, wow. You know, and I think in, in our last show, we said people are saying that the experience could be up to 24 minutes long or something like that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, did they, did the thing you read, did it say that that's what it would actually be? Or is it, um, the article I read today didn't give that like the actual time time right but right. they what they said is it's the longest attraction disney okay. has ever has ever produced and i think part of it is that the queue is almost part of the experience yes right? like that's so it's like you're waiting in in line to get on this trackless vehicle and 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 you're experiencing things as you're waiting in line so that's i think that's that's the thing that is part of you know part of the experience one of the things I read apparently in the queue, I guess, for this ride is that a lot of the stuff is going to be smartphone based. So you're going to have an app on your phone or I guess it'll be the Disney app. But like while you're in line, you can scan like um, certain containers or certain, I guess, things on the walls and it'll tell you what's sort of what's in there. And I don't know if that's like Easter eggy type stuff where it's just like, hey, isn't that funny or isn't that neat? Yeah. Or if it's going to be stuff that might be important later in the ride or depending what you scan, maybe the ride will give you a different, you know, different experience to a certain extent. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Right. Yeah. And it's, yeah, cause they have, the, it's the Disney play app. They released that last year. We, we used it for the first time last summer. It's pretty oh, okay. neat. It's like you sit there and you have, there's games on your, that you can play as you're waiting in queues and oh, um, okay. like it knows where you are, like as you're, cause you're using your phone, it knows where you are. So it, It'll it'll tailor things to you and stuff. It's it's oh, um, that's pretty neat. It's pretty neat, but that's they're going to use that app in in Galaxy's Edge. Like that's that's where they're putting all this stuff in this Disney Play app. Okay, all so right. that'll be so it'll be pretty cool. And and it's kind of like because I as I understand, I have never been to Harry Potter Land at Universal, but right. my understanding is one of the things about those wands that you always hear about. You buy these wands in um, Harry Potter land and then you can go around and and there's like interactive elements throughout the land that you can activate uh, with your wand. OK. Right? And it sounds like this is going to be the same kind of thing. Just you're you're doing it with your smartphone, you know. Right. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. That, so that's kind of cool. So one of the things we we learned about Rise of the Resistance, though, we had mentioned a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about it, that there was going to be a Kylo Ren animatronic in that experience. OK. But what we learned this week is that it's also going to include Poe. It's also going to include Ray and Finn. OK. So, so all those characters are going to be in, are going to be in this experience. And are they, did they say they're all going to be animatronic or do they say there might be a, a, a combination? My guess is they're all going to be animatronic. Oh, That's okay. Yes. I, I, I don't know for sure. I don't remember yeah. it, what, what they said in the article. When you leave the attraction, you, your ship is going to be in a, like, you're going to exit and your, your, wherever you exit from will be in like a different area. Like you're, it's going to look like your pod crashed back down or something like that. I think. Yes. Yeah. That's, I heard the same thing. thing. Yeah. Okay. And the other thing I read was that, you know, we had talked about, and again, I can't remember exactly how the ride is structured, but you end up at some at some point during the um, Rise of the Resistance, you end up in the hangar of a Star Destroyer. Yeah, right. That's the and, one that they, yeah. Right. With and, the ads. Right. One of the articles I read today said that, like, this is how detailed this, this hangar is. And actually, there, there was a picture, you know how, like, the First Order Star Destroyers have the TIE fighters hanging on the wall, right? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I saw that picture, too, I think. Yeah. We, so we saw that picture of the TIE fighter, which was w hanging on the wall, which, you know, with a man standing next to it. So you can kind of get an idea of, of the scale of this thing. 
Right. And the, the, the guy in the article said that the, the literally the door for the for the hangar, you know, the, the big portal that right. is on all these hangars, it's like 100 feet tall. That's oh, what, wow. That's what he said. So it's like that's the scale we're talking about. Holy cow. I mean, it's just going to be, it's going to be amazing. That'll be, man, that's going to be really cool. Yeah. It's almost going to be a shame, like, because at this part of the ride, you're going to be on a trackless car. Right. You know, it's almost a shame that you'll be as part of a ride, because I'd love to get around and just start poking around, you know, just, <laughs> just well, what goes on over here, you know? <laughs> yeah. It would not surprise me if so, at some point in the future, once things start to calm down a little bit, because it's going to be like overwhelming when everything oh, starts. Right. But it's, it would not surprise me at some point in the future, because Disney does this, that they have like early in the morning. Mornings you can pay to do, do tours of certain areas of the park, you know, like you right. could go, you can go and do Animal Kingdom or something like that. So it would not surprise me if at some point in the future they have a tour of where you can of, actually go like inside the attraction yeah. like that. That would be right. pretty neat. I, I wonder if they have something like that for like Haunted Mansion or something like that now. I don't know if you know if, if you're aware of anything like that or not. They, well, the, you know what? I think we've been in Haunted like I think they do a tour. It's 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 called the Keys of the Kingdom tour. Oh, I think I did one of those one yeah, time. Yeah, and it's it's pretty cool and it's even better. Like we did it a long time ago and it's better now. Okay. But I think like it it takes you into places like that. You know, so you can oh. get it. Not not the whole thing. It doesn't walk yeah, you yeah. the ring, but there might be a little area it takes you into. So you can well, kind of see behind neat. the scenes. Yeah, that would be pretty neat to see. Yeah. So I yeah, I, I, I would fully expect that at some point we'll see something like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> the other big news is we got like we knew there was gonna be food in Galaxy's Edge, but we we really didn't have any a whole lot of detail, right? We knew there was going to be a cantina. We knew it was going to be called Oga's Cantina, but we just didn't have a whole lot of detail about about other things. And this week we got details. The right. you know the food they're going to serve. We got pictures of what they're going to look like, what the food's going to look like, and the drinks and stuff like that. Really sounds impressive. It does sound really neat. I'll be curious to see. It. Now I didn't see any of the picture. The only thing I saw a picture of was the blue or green milk. Okay. I saw pictures of those, but I didn't see any pictures of the actual food. So did that look pretty Star Warsy? Did you see like how detailed was that? in terms of it looks pretty i, I mean we don't really see food in star wars right? <laughs> true. when you think, you about, think it, about it right we saw the blue milk yeah uh, right yeah we didn't really, we've never really seen food we never see, see people eating really yeah uh, except for chewing the pork i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then the luke and the, the candy bar on dagobah or whatever <laughs> right. yoda was eating on it right right <laughs> yeah so there's three restaurants you got the ogus cantina Right. You're going to have a place called Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo. Okay. The last one's going to be called Ronto Roasters. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The Ronto Roasters sounds really cool. That's the one where they use like a pod racer engine to. Uh, Oh, that should be neat. Right. And apparently, like, I thought it was just like, I, I had heard this before, but I didn't, I wasn't thinking of you know, how that it was going to be huge or anything like that. But it's, it looks like this pod racer engine that is, is almost like the centerpiece of this restaurant based on the concept art. That they oh, oh, isn't that interesting? Like it's going to be so, like right in the center of, of the restaurant. And then there's going to be like f- tables and stuff around it. Oh, that could be pretty neat. So yeah, I guess, I mean, so right. It, it's the storyline will be, it's a giant pod racer engine, but then, you know, behind the scenes, I guess they'll have it rigged up. So it'll actually be like stoves or some sort of right. cooking I'm not thing. Or, actually going to be cooking on this thing but it it's like that's the idea oh, oh i was wondering if it would actually be like you know basically they took some big stoves or it, uh, you know i think it said somewhere that it was gonna be like a barbecue type of thing so maybe like some big grills or something like that and then they took it and, and built this shell around it to make it look like a pod racer engine or something that could if, if that's what they do that could be really neat too you know 
yeah to, it, to add to the immersiveness of it just being oh they're actually cooking over there you know the article i read said this location is fun because it's all about the meat and it's all about heat Oh, and the food was going to include turkey jerky and the signature Ronto wrap, which yeah. I guess is like it's almost like a pita and mm-hmm. it's got some kind of like meat in it. And, you know, but it's all going to be like it's it sounds like it's going to be like you're saying, like barbecue stuff like, you know, okay. it's just but, you know, it's sort of like the Star Wars version of barbecue, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so that sounds really cool. Yeah, that does sound cool. I'm looking the one thing I said, it says apparently there's a variety of uh not oh not oh here this has non-alcoholic drinks here i guess the alcoholic drinks are served at the probably the other one at maybe uh ogos cantina is yeah, that cantina, yeah. yeah well see it, di- real drinks right yeah in disney world it might be different disneyland disneyland doesn't have alcohol right okay. or they've never served alcohol before at least in the park this is going to be the first time they have al- alcohol like in the park apparently but i think in, in florida it's always been different so i don't know if all of I these see. are going to have alcoholic beverages in, in florida or if it's just going to be the ogus cantina or what's going to happen but yeah i can't remember for florida i mean that's the only one i've ever been to i can't remember you, you could always i guess you could always get drinks very yeah places, right you couldn't always do it in the magic kingdom maybe that was it but like epcot's like that's full-blown you know there's all everything over there has a drink associated right. with yeah you, know? you can get alcohol in the magic kingdom now in florida okay. but right. that was that was a fairly recent phenomenon but you could always get like there were there were always places to get drinks in hollywood studios and epcot and okay uh, animal kingdom okay all right so uh-huh. yeah, so it'll be so maybe a little different in yeah, Disneyland, right? Right. Ronto Roasters is my my sense from what I read is that there's going to be more spicy kind of foods at okay. Ronto Roasters. Yeah, yeah. And then Docking Bay Seven Food and Cargo sounds like it's going to be more of a to me sounds like it's going to be more like a quick service kind of place. I yeah, think. yeah. The thing I'm looking at here, it makes it almost sound. It's a they're sort of like a traveling food shuttle, so it almost makes me think of like a food truck type of scenario. Yeah, that's what you I know. was thinking of. Yeah, it's like a, a oh, intergalactic food truck, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually very funny when you. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> like yeah. I, I thought that was going to be kind of kind of cool. One of the foods at Docking Bay Seven Food and Cargo is going to be called a fried Andorian tip yip. It's fried chicken with roasted vegetable mash and herb gravy. Okay. And it's also going to be kadu ribs. Okay. Sticky pork ribs with a blueberry corn muffin and cabbage slaw. slaw and Felucian garden spread, which is okay. a plant-based meatballs with herb, hummus, tomato, and cucumber relish, and pita bread. Oh, interesting. So it's be the kind of, it's, I mean, it's kind of cool. The food is sort of exotic. Yeah. You know? Which you would expect if you're, you know, in a galaxy far, far away. Sure, right. Yeah, it'll be neat to see, right, exactly. Now, when you guys were down there, did you eat anything at the Pandora Land? Yes. Okay, now that was done up to be like, it was like sort of like native to the planet there too, right? Right, and it was sort of the same concept. It's all, you know, obviously it's earth food <laughs> right yeah but it's 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 just a little different you know they try to like it's maybe stuff that you're not as familiar with you know it's not hamburgers and cheeseburgers and hot dogs it's just different you know yeah. they, they make it look different because you're you're theoretically on another world right and it, it, they did a really good job with it like that's i would say bridget and i both say that's that's one of the best quick services that there's there's only one restaurant in um pandora okay and, 
but Bridget and I both say it's one of the best quick services on property. It's, yeah, it's, that's cool. that is really good. It's a little different, but it's really good. Yeah. Um, well, that would definitely and, be a lot of fun, I think, just, you know, especially if, I mean, I don't know about kids and if they're picky and all that stuff, but as a grown up, you know, I'll eat just about anything. So if it's, if it's neat and special and I'll be like, all oh, right, this is my favorite place. Yeah. yeah. And the kids <laughs> yeah. have like, there's, there's stuff available for them. They might, be, you know, they're not, you're not going to look at the menu and, and it's not going to say chicken nuggets, but it's, you know, essentially the, <laughs> you know, like, right. you can get that well, kind of right. they go for, You'll have to find out what the uh, Star Wars equivalent of a chicken is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of the, what's those, the, oh, um, I think they're called Nunas. It's uh, there in the Phantom Menace, like Jabba knocks, like flicks one off the balcony at one point. Right. <laughs> I think so you'll see the Nuna Nuggets. There you go, kid. That's what you got. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. Eat up. Yeah. Eat up exactly. <laughs> so, one of the one of the other ones I just saw, I saw here is the the milk stand I mentioned earlier, where you can get the milk. And uh, I did read somewhere. I forget. I'm not sure where I saw it, but you know they have blue or green milk. But apparently, it's not going to be dairy based. It'll be some other sort of uh, like plant based dairy, is what I read plant-based so would that be like almond milk maybe i guess i don't i don't really know i mean yeah i don't know but. well i i saw uh i saw the milk and i'm like that's awesome that's hysterical and that's really cool and then i'm like man in a big like you know 90 degree day in the middle of florida i don't know if i want a big glass of milk you know right. like, yeah, well, <laughs> we, we said the same thing it was like the last thing i want to drink when i'm in, <laughs> when, in, in you know when it's like 100 degrees out in the shade in, in florida <laughs> right let me have this milk oh you know yeah. that'd be pretty cool though if they can make it you know like almond milk I, I i drink almond milk so i like that but i'm you know depending what they what they use but yeah that should be pretty neat and fun and i'd be curious to see like you know they could i mean they could have a whole little market there like if you, if you go with the blue milk thing i mean yeah they could do like popsicles or or you know any type of ice cream and just make it you know, oh turn it blue there you go right, right. <laughs> you know yeah so that's going to be a must like i'm definitely going to have to get that yeah you're gonna have to you know. yeah that's going to be a definite one. Ogus Canteen is the is the last and probably the the most interesting of the of the restaurants. And I don't know if it's a restaurant or if it's just a bar, but it's going to be. This is where you you're going to be able to go and get your alcoholic drinks. Okay. And there's a I have a bunch of pictures here of various drinks that are going to be served, and they they all look amazing. Some of the names of them are called, you know there's a Bespin Fizz, <laughs> there's there's a Bloody Rancor Rancor. <laughs> The fuzzy tauntaun, <laughs> the outer rim. There's a carbonite one, carbon freeze, cliff dweller. Like there's a there's a bunch of these, and then, you know, and I'm looking at the pictures of these things, and they all look really cool. And some cool. of them, some of them look like they have kind of like the dry ice thing going on, where there's oh, right that could be really neat. Yeah, uh, so you know, some of them have these. I guess what they're called. I don't know what they're called, but they've been in a lot of Disney drinks. Like they're like little balls they almost look like grapes like real tiny grapes oh and they, they've been in like that's a thing disney's doing i i they were probably testing how they're going to do these drinks you know yeah. so they've been like, are, they, are they like really really tiny almost like um are they like orbies you know what i mean like are they like that tiny i they're like you know what orbies is like, i don't know what an orby is you know, they're these little tiny they were for the kids they you'd put water on them and they would i don't know they were like they're like the size of a pea almost. They're like, and they were like squishy things. They're not to eat. They're toys. Yeah, like, it's but about that size. Like, a, like okay. maybe a little bit bigger than the pea, and they're kind of squishy, and you can eat them. And they yeah, sort of look yeah. like I got. They got kind of Nick got a, a drink last summer uh, in Tomorrowland that had one, and they okay. they're kind of grape like. They're just real, yeah. a lot smaller. 
Okay, there. I know what you mean. Then, yeah, I've seen them. Um, yeah, I always call them Orbeez because they looked like the whatever the toy version was that they were just everywhere when we were kids or when I had when my kids were little. But um, yeah, now you see them, and I think even at Starbucks now they put them in certain drinks and stuff like that. So obviously, there's they're they're out there and and edible. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I see them, I always thought like, what that? What's that? You got a Orbeez in your drink, or you know, and that old man dad humor. Right. <laughs> but it, it well, it, like at least three of the drinks I'm looking at have these things in them. So Okay. So well, that should be fun though. And then just anything to make it just visually look different will be awesome, you know. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's that's gonna be awesome. I, I, I really like I look forward to going and getting a drink in, in Oga's canteen. That's gonna be yeah, I, I think that'll be neat and stuff. Apparently somewhere I can't remember where I saw it here. I have some maybe I'm thinking of the, the stores, uh, but some of them are going to have like proprietors and I guess it'll be somebody, it almost sounds like they're going to have like animatronics, but maybe that's going to be in the stores. Uh, we'll talk about it later, but like yeah. I said, like it's going to be like a toy shop and it sounds like a Twitterian is going to be the one like manning the store. But oh like, yeah. I think I've, I've heard that before. I didn't read it in any of the articles I read today. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've heard something like that before. Like there's going to be like animatronic uh, people at the store so I wonder, yeah, I mean, at the, you know, if someone's obviously a person's going to be there making your drinks and taking your orders, but maybe there'll be something else going on, like, uh, you know, sort of like, uh, you know, somebody else at the bar, like, I, I don't know, like in charge or, you know, like an animatronic type of thing. I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how they do it. Yeah. One of the other big things that we, because we, we, again, this was not something we knew anything about, but we got some information about like some of the merchandise that's going to be sold at, at, galaxy's edge yeah and, and a lot of this stuff sounds amazing i don't know did you read much about what, what kind of stuff they're going to be selling well i just saw the um there's going to be like a droid depot and it's you can build your own astromech droids and now i couldn't figure out if they meant like if it was just like the little builder droids that exists now or if it's something bigger they went on to say like that you can like do like programming to them like yeah. the droids will, here i'm reading this up. i hate to read it but it says these droids will be capable of interacting with elements in the land right so i'm assuming they must be much bigger than the little action figure droids yeah like it sounds like these are going to be like you're going to be building little robots like it sounds yeah good. and it, you know and there's and then they can you know whatever it is that you build is going to be in end up being able to interact in the land so like this is this is right now god knows how much these things are going to cost oh, right i mean you man this sounds really cool <laughs> you know it says here yeah there's either an r series for like r2d2 or a bb series for bb8 right. but i mean um yeah i can't i mean they can't be i mean no you're not they're not you're not building a full size one of these things yeah. or anything like that no i, mean, I but it can't be it, it has to be sizable i would imagine yeah like they're i'm looking at a picture of them oh and, i didn't, there's, I didn't nothing, the there's nothing in the picture to kind of give you a, an idea of the scale Oh, but but I'm guessing it's probably the size of a maybe a medium sized stuffed animal. Okay, a large maybe a large stuffed animal. I don't know. I yeah. can't really tell, but I mean it's got to be. I, I mean, I was wondering if they were like I. I was trying to think of what they possibly could be, and I was wondering if they were going to be like the little. Remember the Sphero BB-8 that I had, and yeah, yeah, they came out later. They came out the R2 version and stuff like that. Like so, there are smaller versions. I was thinking of something like that, maybe. Even that was like a hundred bucks when they came out. Yeah, it's hard so. to tell. I mean, it really just, like, you know, the picture has you know it has R2 units, it has the BB-8 or the BB units. And then it has it has Rex the pilot, <laughs> right? Oh, right? Yeah, Star Speeder from the original. 
He's yeah. going to feature. That's that's the other thing we should we should we forgot to mention. At Ogus Cantina, he's going to be apparently Rex is going to be at Ogus Cantina. Um, yeah, he's going to be the DJ. He's going to be the DJ, <laughs> which which is really funny. I like right. that a lot. I guess look at Pee Wee Herman back to do his voice. They are. They are. They're. They're. Oh, are they? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's pretty cool. But those droids are all there, but it doesn't give you a good idea of 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 you know how big they are. But I, it's like you know what you're, what you're saying. Like they can't be much bigger than a than a, like a medium sized stuffed animal. Because first of all, you got to carry the thing around. Right. You know. So I don't know. Yeah, you're right. People are going to have to take these home on airplanes and all that stuff. Right. So, I mean, uh, oh, I just saw it here as a picture. Yeah, you're right. You can't, you have no idea of how big they are. I'm looking at the picture now, too. Yeah, I don't but know. Even, I mean, even that size, I mean, these things are probably going to be, they're easily going to be $100. I, yeah, I'm going to guess so. Yeah, I have, you can't have, I have no idea how what size these are. They could be, I'm staring at a picture right now. Just but they're bigger than a figure. You do agree, like, look at the picture. They're bigger than a figure. Definitely bigger than a, than a, a right, a, a three, a three and three quarters, uh, you know, traditional action figure. Right. But I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah, I have no idea. Interesting though. Yeah. You know, I mean, they could be like a six inch figure or, I mean, they literally could be like, um, I don't know. We got my daughter, uh, build a droid thing last Christmas. I guess it was like, you kind of, it, uh, I forget the name of it, but it was like, you know, you build R2D2 and he was clear the robot went but then you could do some basic like programming and basic circuitry inside of it. Do you remember? No, I'm yeah, I, I, I saw those. We, we almost got one too, but we didn't. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say she, we built it one day and it's been sitting on the shelf over here, you know, so that, that was the end of it. But, um, so it's almost like it could be something like that, but that even that was, I think that thing was a hundred bucks. I can't remember either. So, so well, that'll, anyway, it'll, that'll it'll be, be interesting really to cool see how, where they go. But the other thing that looks really cool in the merchandise is the lightsaber. Like it's like a build your own lightsaber thing. Yeah, yeah. But but these are not like it looks like they're these are not cheap plastic toys. Like they because they have something they have a build your own lightsaber at Hollywood Studios now. Right, but that's it, right. It's, it's it's the plastic lightsabers. This looks like it's like you know almost real, like a like a real oh. like a heavy. I mean, it looks like it's got some weight to it. From the thing I read, I thought they were just going to bring over the handheld uh, plastic ones from Star Tours. So, if they're going to be um, more substantial, uh, that sounds really cool. That could be really neat. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it I mean, looks it, like I'm looking at them right now. I mean, it's hard to tell from the again. You know, I'm just looking at a picture, but you know, these things look like it looks like it's metal. I mean, I don't know that oh. it will be metal, but it looks like it's metal and it looks it looks like it's got some weight to it so you know that'll be really cool now we've heard a lot of rumors that you're going to be able to buy you know i mean if if you can buy the droids and they can interact within the land as they're saying we we had heard a lot of rumors that you'd be able to buy a lightsaber that would interact in the land as well and i wonder now that now what i read doesn't say that but i wonder if these if if they would you know, that, it almost seems like maybe they're maybe they're still working out the kinks or something on that. Because, I mean, uh, like you had said earlier about Harry Potter land or over in Universal, how they have the wands. I mean, it's it's very I imagine the technology would be very similar just just being a lightsaber type of thing. Yeah. Right. And so they could probably easily do something like that. So, yeah, that could be really neat if you could do something uh, of, along those lines. Yeah, even if it, I mean, I'm not familiar with Harry, the Harry Potter world, you know, even if it just triggered certain things when you walked by it or, you know, I don't know what, but it could be pretty, pretty neat. Yeah. And I, I guess you could even pick out your own Kyber crystal that you want to put in there. So it would be, you know, I wonder if that's what triggers 
various things. You know, I mean, well, it, yeah, you know, I don't know that that's what's going to happen here. I'm just speculating. Yeah. You know? Well, but it would only make sense. I mean, even if it comes down the road later, I mean, right now they could just be like, all right, go in and you build a nice looking, um, you know, a higher end lightsaber. You do that. That's your souvenir from your trip or whatever. But then down the road, they could be like, oh, well, here you can, you know, put this inside of it and you'll get a little bit more out of your experience or, yeah, you know, or, or oh, right. you know, choose this kyber. You know, here's your regular kyber crystals. Choose the special one. And then maybe like, you know, all of a sudden, like Kylo Ren's chasing it down out in the parking lot or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be great stuff. But yeah, um, no, like, I mean, they, hey, they have, you know, the, the, the property in terms of, you know, all the, the lure is there. It's just a matter of them just filling the gaps and just make, you know, trying to figure out what they can do to make it even better for the for the, 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 the guest, you know, when yeah. you're there and, and the kids and just to make stuff more magical for them and stuff like that. One of the things I read is that this is I mean, Disney has these like little interactive elements now. I mean, you can. You, there's a game you can play in Epcot where you can use your phone, and there's like interactive elements and stuff. But that was all added later. Right. And apparently, it's Galaxy's Edge is the first land that they've built where all of this stuff is kind of integrated into it. Oh, okay. I yeah, see. So it, it'd be inter- that, That's really interesting. And maybe like in, with the technology, they you know maybe it's something that can even change over time. So you know, every time you go, it's maybe a little different. Yeah, that would be kind of that, cool. that definitely seems to be the way of um, that they, they seem to be going with just amusement parks or, or theme parks in general is that a lot of times it'll be, um, uh, you know, it just looks they're they're building this stuff thinking that, OK, at some point we might want to change this or, um, you know, or at least switch it up. Like, I always think that when you go to the. Um, some of the, the the rides or attractions now that have like the projection screen type scenarios where, you know, and I see it and it's it, it's great. It looks cool in the ride, but then that's just very easy for them at some point to say, you know what, we're going to change that, you know, and then right, right. it out and, you know, should, I mean, down the road, if the you know, the movies change or the actors change or whatever, they can easily just swap it out and get and keep you going along the same, um, you know, the same, the, the ride will be the same, but just, you know, updated. Right, right. So that stuff sounds really cool. That's that's kind of like it sounds like that's just more the high end um, merchandise that's out there. Yeah, because right. yeah, the, the other place I saw was uh, let's see, Dolk Arndars Deck yeah. Den of Antiquities, and uh, that sounded like high end as well. Where it's like they said you can buy holocrons, Jedi, oh, uh, right. and Sith artifacts. Oh, it says in there it says lightsabers as well. So maybe in there there'll be other types of lightsabers, not hand built, but maybe just ready. You know, maybe ones that are pre done or something. Right, right. Um, oh, and this is the guy. Okay, this is the hammerhead, the uh, Ithorian guy, and this will be he'll be you'll see this guy at his desk, and he's the uh, like a, a collector, so to speak, oh, of cool. all these That's things. Really cool. Yeah, and it says yeah, you'll be able to see him at his desk and. Uh, yeah, he takes incoming calls and barks at the uh, <laughs> talks to his assistants and stuff like that. So, yeah, I guess he'll be fully animated and going nuts over there, which will be really cool as well. Yeah, it, um, yeah, because I should, I guess we should say that like this is not going to be the merchandise in in Galaxy's Edge is not going to be, you know, it's not like you're going to be able to walk into Galaxy's Edge and buy a Mickey plush. Like that stuff's not going to be here. That's kind of how they have Pandora set up at Animal Kingdom. You know, there you can go into Animal Kingdom, and you can go into sh- regular shops in Animal Kingdom, and you can buy the Mickey plush and whatever else right. you want to buy. 
But when you get to Pandora, they don't have any of that stuff. All the stuff is sort of merchandise you would buy on the planet of Pandora, you know? Yeah, like in-universe right, right. stuff, yeah. So that's how that's how Galaxy's Edge is going to be set up, too. So oh, that, That's cool. That'll be, I mean, that'll really help with the immersion. And then as a Star Wars fan, that'll just be neat because then you don't have to weed through stuff that maybe you're not interested in. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can just... <laughs> You're like, wow, everything in the store I want, you know. You know, it's going to be more like it's all all this all the merch is going to be more specialized. So pictures from the you know Doc Ondor are Ondars look really cool, like the holocrons and everything. It looks like there's some. It looks like there's a book in there that looks like one of those. I mean, I can't tell from the picture, but like just looking at it from the front, it looks like it might be one of those books, like the Guardians of the Wills that that Luke had. At, at the tree, something like, like oh, that's right. what I don't know if that's what it is, but that's what it looks like. That's all. But, right, it looks like it could easily be something like right. that. Yeah. Oh, and, that's cool. Yeah, so that's kind of the stuff that you can buy there. You know, it's going to be more specialized, but it looks like there's also going to be a clothing store. And I, this is more for those people. You know, eventually the the hotel is not going to open when Galaxy's Edge opens in in Florida. It, it's going to open at some point in the in the future. But you know, for those people that are buying into the hotel and and doing the the experience, um, there's going to be a clothing shop, and you can go and you can buy like Jedi robes, and you can buy you know you can buy like a, a an outfit that makes it look like you're on you know in the resistance or oh cool. on the, or in the first order you know like it's you know you can buy all now i can't god knows how much those things are going to cost <laughs> right. not going to be cheap but um but you can do it you know you know like i i mean one of the pictures i saw had it, there was like a like a real jedi robe like you go buy a jedi robe and like walk oh, around the land right like, and i don't know if that's something you want to do in 90 degree heat and <laughs> right. <laughs> but you can do it but yeah, hey, it could be you know, it could be really I mean, that could be, yeah, it's like one big cos, you know, like a one big right. cosplay thing. But it'll just you know, if a lot of people do it, it'll just keep adding to the the immersiveness of the world. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, that's mean, really cool. It looks really neat. And then uh, I guess we could we we should mention at this point too that they've they've sort of released photographs of what the cast members are going to be wearing at Galaxy's Edge. Oh, I did see some of those. Yeah. Yeah. And their costumes look really cool, you know, and it's very, all very in universe stuff. So you're going to have some first order people and you're going to have resistance people and you're going to have like just merchants and, you know, it looks really neat. Yeah. Yeah. They, I thought they did a nice job with that. Yeah. They still, they're, they're clearly a, a cast member, not, I don't want to say a cast member, but they're clearly like an employee. You know what I mean? Like they, they look like they work at a shop, but they're working in a Star Wars shop, you know? Right. I thought they looked neat. Well, I should say some of those. And then the other ones, the other outfits were definitely much more resistance and first order. Because I guess it says one of the things, it looks like there might be separate stores. Like there's going to be like a resistance supplier in a first order order cargo area so i guess there'll be separate areas okay maybe yeah hidden somewhere I, the, the one thing i read about the resistance one it sounds like it almost might be hidden somewhere so like not truly hidden but tucked away so it's almost like you kind of stumble upon it like oh right. here I get my resistance stuff you know oh that's really uh, cool yeah i thought that could be pretty neat yeah and then, yeah right they, they said and so the resistance shop will have their stuff and then the first order shop will have their stuff but uh yeah it does look pretty neat yeah and and, and i guess there's like cast members are going to be walking around and their name tags are going to be in arabesh you know oh, that's like they, funny. like it's 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 going to be really good and, and you know it's, gonna, it's just going to be really neat like they're really going to immerse everybody in this in this world and i and i and i think they're like your phone may have like the you know that app may have the arabish you know language on it to earn you know the or at least the alphabet or something so you can kind of figure out like 
Oh, like to translate or something yeah, like that. How to translate. And, you know, this, this is just, and I kind of knew it at the time. When we were in Disney World last year, we were at uh, Star Tours. We were in the store there. Right. Store, Star Tours. And one of the cast members came up to us, came up to me and Nick, and, and they gave us an, uh, an Arabesh alphabet printed out on a piece of paper. Oh, okay. And, and then they gave us these papers where you could kind of like decode like words. You know, oh, okay, right. and it was it was pretty cool. It was you know he he still has them. He has them upstairs, and and oh. the, they would give you like the word in Arabic, and and you have to like decode it and see what it actually said. Oh, that's pretty so, cool. So uh, you know, I wonder if that again. I figured it, at the time I was like, well, this is a test for something they're going to do. You know, when right when the land opens. Yeah, and it makes you wonder with the app. I mean, I don't know how much they want you using your phone, but like they have the translation technology now, just for in real life, where you can you know hold your phone up and it'll read a word in Spanish and then translate it to English for you. And I wonder if they would do something like that, where you know you can use your phone to, to translate some of the Arabic in the park right. or for different things like that. It could be, you know, it could be neat, but at the same time, then you'd be using your phone. So I don't know how immersive that would be, you know. Right, right. But still, some more of the merchandise stuff. Now, I mean, there's going to be a toy store and stuff like that. It looks like there's plush. You know, there's going to be Star Wars plush, but it's like the plush isn't going to be like Mickey Mouse and stuff. Like they have a plush Tauntaun here and a and a Wampa. That's why. Yeah, I'm and looking a, at the picture now. And, and it looks like there's a puffer pig. Yeah, right from Rebels. From Rebels. <laughs> I know. I just saw him. That's funny. Yeah. And there's a, the Rathtar up I, in the picture. He's up top in the back there. I don't know if that's the Hasbro version or if it's a big, some other. You know, might be bigger or something like right. that. Oh, and then the other thing over there. What's that? I think that's called a wart. Okay. That, that's the thing that was outside Jabba's palace in Jedi. That that. Okay. Uh, he has like the, the the tongue, you know, shoots down. He gets a bug, and then he belches. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really neat. Like that's that's clever. Like so they're plush. Yes, so they get right. some plush, but it's Star Wars plush. But it's so. as if right, yeah. Now it's interesting. These are all right. They're all plush animals. So yeah. So I guess I mean I wonder where there's not going to be a plush Ewok because they're technically sentient you know like you wouldn't have a stuffed uh <laughs> <laughs> right you know? well maybe they would have walkies you know like i don't know if they would do other you know things like these all it's funny these are all like animals they're not um you know not aliens or anything like that right right but then the other picture here has like more like has like finn and chewy and uh well now there's yoda and there is a porg here but these are done up more like yeah. toys that you would have in star wars like they almost remind me of the rag doll that it did i think ray had well she had one right that's what yeah. i was just gonna say it she had one in that in her ad at on in yeah. force awakens in rogue one in the very beginning i think Jin, you see a couple things like that in her in her home or something like that to you know to show that she was playing with things like that these don't look quite as rough as those those were more like yarn or you know like dolls but they, they're, they're they're more simplistic but like you know stuffed animals or whatever but they look pretty neat too yeah they yeah. do i guess the last thing we, we could kind of touch on is is there's going to be music from John Williams in the land and articles I read, they had the opportunity to hear a portion of the score. Okay. It wasn't playing as they walked through the land or anything, but they heard, you know, they were, they were given the opportunity oh, okay. to listen to a piece of it and they didn't tell them exactly how they're going to use it. So I don't know if it's just going to be playing in the background as you walk around or, you know, or exactly how it's going to, how it's going to work. It'll be, yeah, no, that's a, yeah, that will be neat to see because on one hand, you know, they do have a lot of the, the various attractions have like the that ambient you know music playing different spots and you know so that would 
that would definitely feel like Star Wars, but at the same time, if they're trying to make you feel like you're really on the planet, well, that music really shouldn't be playing then. So it'll be a fine line to see yeah. where they, what they cho- which direction they choose to go in. Yeah, they have they have a score playing in Pandora, and as we're sitting here, I'm kind of like, like the music is good. I don't know if it's playing the whole like as you walk through. Okay. But however they did it, they did it well. Like Pandora is almost like when you walk into Pandora, there's a point where you're you know you're in Animal Kingdom, and then you cross over this bridge, and the idea is that when you cross over the bridge, you enter into Pandora, right. and it's kind of neat. Like I mean, I don't like I notice it because I know the, you know I. I know how they do this stuff, so I I look for it. Yeah, but if yeah. you're just like an average guest, you're probably not going to notice it. But like as you walk across this bridge, you get a lot of like it, you know, like the sounds of the forest sort of pick up as you walk across the bridge. Okay. Theoretically, you're in this forest in on Pandora, you know, and then I guess the music starts after that. Like, but it's okay. however they do it, it's integrated really well. And I wonder if they'll do the same sort of thing with, with Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, I would imagine that would probably probably would be the way to go then. Yeah, I, you know, it's almost like I mean, really, I know they Pandora. I know was very state of the art when they were doing that. It's almost like you know, with Star Wars coming along, it's almost that was like a testing ground. You know, they a lot of the stuff they did over there. I'm sure they're going to bring over and, and use it in uh, in Galaxy's Edge. You know, assuming as long as it worked for Pandora, they're probably like, well, that's a no brainer. Let's just do that over here too. And, yeah. And, but so that but, should be neat. and the fact that they got John Williams, man, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's that's what's really uh, like most impressive about this is that they got John Williams to to agree to do this and you know I mean John Williams not a young man anymore no no um, so it, anytime we get new stuff from John Williams I'm I'm uh, excited about it <laughs> yeah right me too it was funny we mentioned we were talking about in our last podcast we were mentioned Black Panther and the score had won the Oscar and I was saying that I'm I really you know in, in movies I really don't really pay attention to the score that often except for like Star Wars or like Indiana Jones and I thought about it more after I did the podcast. And I'm like, basically, if it's not John Williams, I don't think I really pay attention to the score. That's like an easier way to say it. Right. If it's John Williams, I hear it and I pay attention. If it's not John Williams, I tend not to, you know, it's much more, I don't know. It's just, you know, whatever he does, he, he obviously he's, he's who he is for a reason because his stuff jumps out and makes you, makes you hear it, you know? Yeah. Right. And it's all beautiful. Everything he does. But I guess that kind of wraps up the, the news of, of Galaxy's Edge. I mean, it's I mean, there was a yeah. lot of information that came out this week. There's a lot of pictures. Maybe we can make an effort to get the like a lot of that stuff up on our way. I mean, no, we passed, we posted some stuff, right? I don't I didn't post anything. Tomorrow, maybe I'll, tr- I'll try to get out there and post some of this stuff so you can see, see the pictures that we're, t- we're talking about. But it all looks really impressive. I'm even more excited now than I was before. <laughs> yeah, it's really coming together. Because, I mean, I was excited. But this, you know, all this stuff coming out here and it really gives you an idea of, you know, it's starting. It's really coming together now. And it's really starting to be really impressive. Really, really looking good. So I guess that wraps up the Galaxy's Edge piece. We should talk real quick about the trailer. Oh, yeah. The um, Topher Grace put together. The, the Topher Grace trailer. I saw it earlier this week and I was like, eh, trailer, I'll get around to it. But. Man, I watched that thing tonight as we were getting ready for the podcast, and it's amazing. It's about five minutes long. Right. It's a trailer. basically incorporates every single Star Wars movie up to date. It's a trailer for the, the entire saga. And and it's it's just amazing. I mean, it re- and, it, and it's good, right? They did a, a beautiful job with it. And it, I mean, if you, if you haven't seen this, this trailer, go out and watch it. You know, there's a lot of angst out there about Last Jedi and all these other things and Solo and, and everything. But like, you watch this trailer and you're like, you know, this is why I love this this right these films. You know, so really, really go doesn't... go out and watch it. 
You know? Yeah, I did. I think I did post it to our Twitter account, but I don't, I'm not sure if it went made its way to the other accounts. But we'll try to get that posted as well, just so you guys can take a look at it if you haven't seen it yet. But yeah, it, it just like you said, it it really reminds you. You're like, oh, it really this you know it really kind of boils down like this is why I love Star Wars. Somebody else had posted a friend of mine on on my Facebook thing. They said, well, why don't they do this for more movies like for real rather than I mean, Topher Grace is just a fan that made this. I mean, he's sure he's an actor, but he's you know he just did it as a fan. And uh, you know, it's almost like, well, why does why don't you know why doesn't Disney put stuff like this together or any other movie studio that has a successful franchise and you know sort of say like, hey, here's why you love our franchise. Boil it down to here's what you love and just kind of remind everybody, especially like you said with you know some of the Star Wars fandom these days. You know, maybe everybody could use a nice reminder just to say like, look, guys, you know, at the end of the day, it's Star Wars. Like, you know, enjoy it. I, I mean, I got there was a couple times I got choked up watching this trailer. I mean, <laughs> like, it really, what, yeah. I, I tell people, and I, and I think it's true. I mean, I was six when A New Hope came out. You know, I mean, Star Wars has been a part of my life for as long as I can remember, you know? <laughs> you know, so I, I love these films. And, you know, and it's, and, you know, even the ones that I, you know, they're not my favorite film, but I, I still watch them. You know, I mean, well, they're, it's, they're, yeah, it's, it's funny. Star Wars. Exactly. At the end of the day, you know, I may critique or like may not you know certain films i might, might not even you know care for it as much but at the end of the day it's still star wars and if it's on i'm gonna watch it and was saying a while ago i went through with the kids and we were watching the prequels and i really was watching attack of the clones and i was really surprised at how much i you know ended up not really like not caring for that as much as i thought i had but we still sat there and watched it and it, it's still it's star wars and it still you know tells the it still adds to the story if we didn't post the trailer we'll post it but we'll do we'll yeah, something we Go watch the trailer because it was really, really cool. And because uh, I've been putting it off because I didn't think it was that big a deal, but it's really, it's really worth watching. Five minutes. Yeah. It's about five yeah, minutes. Right. Long. Yeah. And now, apparently, just as a little aside, Topher Grace, apparently, rumor has it that uh, years ago somebody had edited The Phantom Menace and they removed a lot of the sillier elements like Jar Jar's, a lot of his stuff that he, him is carrying on, so to speak, stuff. And the rumor was years ago that that was Topher Grace that had done that. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I knew about that that Phantom Menace thing. I've never seen it, but I've heard about it. I watched it one time, and at the time, I remember it was very good. I mean, I haven't uh, seen it since, and I had, I, you know, I don't know how many times I've actually seen the Phantom Menace since then either. It was just interesting. You know, it just was able to take just a lot of the extraneous silliness from the Phantom Menace, just follow the closer version of the storyline, I guess you could say. But it was very good, and and you know, whether he did it or not, it it, it was it was still a, a good version of it, and I think it just goes to show that uh, he's a he's a you know he's a fan, and he's. Yeah, true. he's Fan. Yeah, this is, yeah, I yeah. Mean, for him to do, I mean, I can't imagine how long it took him to put this thing together. There's even some footage from Cl- the Clone Wars cartoon series in there, I think. Oh, um, really? that's just a, just a couple scenes, just okay. like real brief. Yeah, and I don't think any, I don't remember seeing anything from Rebels, but but Clone Wars, I there was a couple scenes that I thought were in there. Yeah, so it's oh, really it, cool. Yeah, it just popped in my head. There's also a, uh, one of the cutscenes is in there with Biggs talking to Luke. Again, it, it sort of reinforces a, Luke essentially, or Biggs at the time is essentially uh, working for the Empire because that was the whole idea is to get join the Empire to get off the planet to to get do something with your life, and it, you kind of lose that in the first movie. You're you know you're just on the adventure, but you think like, oh, Luke at one point was going to go join the Empire, sort of like right. Han Solo did in, in Solo. I mean, it was the same thing. It's like he had no choice. He's like, I want to get out of here. 
boom, that's what they did. Right. And uh, yeah, I just found that interesting that way too. Good stuff. Yep. Okay, so I guess that wraps us up. Do we have anything else to add? Yeah, no, I think that's it. We have our nice special edition, Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars. That's it for now. All right. Well, thanks everybody. Go out and rate us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all those things. We're going to post some of these pictures that we're looking at so you can see what we're talking about. And yep. uh, I guess we'll talk to you next time. Good night, all everybody. Right. Good night. Thanks. Thanks.